Hey Shakers, and welcome to Worth Your Salt, the podcast that shakes up your marketing game in the health and wellness industry. Worth Your Salt is brought to you by Salt Marketing. Salt Marketing helps health and wellness practitioners build trust and authority to attract a steady stream of inbound wellness seekers. For more information, you can visit us online at saltmarketing.co. I'm Jennifer Oroqua, Story Brand Certified Guide, Marketing Strategist with Salt Marketing, and your host for today's episode of Worth Your Salt. Today, I have the pleasure of welcoming a true luminary in the realm of business automation and strategic wizardry. My guest today has not only mastered the intricacies of automation, but has also focused that expertise on crafting peaceful business experiences for entrepreneurs. Renowned for her get-it-done attitude, she has become a beacon of guidance for female entrepreneurs who want to grow and scale, but are just tired of doing everything manually. Lindsay Ardmore's acclaimed training products, including Masterclass Magic and Automation Foundations, reflect her commitment to empowering women in the pursuit of more efficient business management. So let's unravel the secrets behind the success of the extraordinary Lindsay Ardmore, the mind behind Star Tower Systems. Welcome to Worth Your Shot, Lindsay. I'm so happy to talk with you today. Oh my goodness, Jennifer. I'm so excited to be here. That uh, that intro was humbling. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> well, you know, I'm like fangirling over here anyway. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I really just, I want to get go back to the beginnings of your your business and how you initially ventured into the world of business automation. I mean, what what inspired you to become this automation wizard? Many moons ago, I was a cutie little college student and I started working as an executive assistant for a business consultant. And the girl who was running our automations at the time, and this was I mean, this was like 10 years ago. So, mm. it was a, it was a different landscape, different but kind of the same. Um, she ended up having a baby and leaving and I stepped into that role and was like, oh, I could figure this out, mm -hmm. you know, and I started reading books and looking at things and I'm like, this is, I mean, I'm a hardcore Virgo. Mm -hmm. I am, <laughs> I am how I am. I'm very like systems oriented anyways. And so I was like, this is my jam. Mm -hmm. And in that company, I went from like the executive assistant to, I did all of the tech as a tech director. And then I became uh, the chief operating officer after about three years in that company and helped it grow in a multi-million dollars. Wow. So what's the story behind the creation of Star Tower Systems, your, your journey and offering done with you and done for you automation solutions? It's a kind of a funny story. So I uh, discovered I was pregnant mm -hmm. and people do this. I don't know if anybody here will be triggered by this, but I, I'm sure I'm not the only one who experiences this. When you have you know, you're pregnant, people start telling you a bunch of horror stories. About, <laughs> <laughs> about, like daycares and nannies and, you know, things happening. I'm just like, oh my gosh. And I'm the type of person, I have uh, a little bit of a control uh, tendency. Mm. And the very thought of turning my baby over to somebody was like giving me like literal panic attacks. Mm. Like I'd be driving home from work, having a panic attack on the freeway, having it pulled over. Um, and I kept telling myself, like, I'm going to go back to work. I'm going to go back to work. I loved my job. I was the breadwinner in my family. I love when I out earn my husband. It like mm -hmm. makes my heart happy. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, I was always planning to go back to work. Well, anyways, fast forward, I have this baby. They hand me this little bundle and I'm like, I'm never going back to work. Like mm -hmm. I can't, I can't do this. And so when she was three days old, we had come home from the hospital I was sitting on my couch, building a website. Um, I had, I knew I had one marketable skill. I knew I knew how to do automation and like, you know, small business automation. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put myself on Upwork. Mm -hmm. And in that first week, I replaced my corporate income. Crazy. Wild. Yeah. So wild. And I just took off from there. It was, it was quite the experience. Mm-hmm. 
And so which sort of qualifications and experiences really just uniquely positioned you to teach others about business automation? So you came up with Masterclass Magic, Automation Foundations. I know you have a couple of other products, but what what experiences made it to where you wanted to teach others? Well, when I started my business, we were kind of like doing everything for all the people. Like I said, we had put ourselves on Upwork. Um, I hired my sister-in-law and my sister. You have met both of them, Jennifer, mm-hmm. one of the yes. few people who have <laughs> met my sister, Lauren. Yes. Um, <laughs> awesome. They're all great. Yeah. We started yeah. this business and we were kind of just like running with our, you know, with our eyes closed, just doing everything for everybody. And that was really successful for the first couple of years. And I learned a lot and my team learned a lot. And what we discovered was that, you know, people are doing the same stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody needs lead gen. Everybody, if you're doing sales calls, you need to have a way to book sales calls. You need to have a way to nurture. There's all these little tickety tack foundational things that are really like life or death in the business, Mm -hmm. um, what we discovered. And so, you know, I started thinking, uh, I don't want to do done for you for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't imagine myself being. 60 sitting here doing this. Hmm. So I really want to scale and I want to do that through programs and make it more affordable and accessible for everybody. And that's when I launched Automation Foundations um, in 2018. It's the first program that I ever did. And part of that was from my experiences and also because I had become certified um, as a Keep Certified Partner. I had learned lifecycle automation. I felt like so confident going and selling that for the first time. And that um, I just retired last year. After, mm-hmm. Yeah. So as you were starting out, you know, every business has its challenges and you sort of alluded to not wanting to do the done for you forever and ever. How did your kind of get it done attitude play a role in overcoming your your early obstacles? Oh my gosh, girl. I think I'm like, I don't know if the word is like tenacious mm-hmm. or I'm delusional. <laughs> <laughs> I do know I'm delusional. I, I don't, I don't think of success as anything but inevitable. That's a really like a, like a life core value of mine. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of challenges, especially I call it my blue period when I made some bad business decisions, hired some people, um, didn't really read the fine print, had massive payroll months, like just, just things that like we kind of all go Mm. through. And as you're going through it, you're like, I'm in a puddle. And I call it my blue period because, uh, I was really (laughs) blue, but Mm. my biggest thing that I tell my team, I have it on my wall is like, just do it. Like Nike, just go out there and do it. Like, if you want to do something, if you want to change, if you want to pivot, if you want to make a difference, Mm -hmm. you want to look at your business differently. Like the only thing you can do is just do it. Like there's no harm in dreaming a little, you know, and I have like, um, a very Mm -hmm. strong love affair with visionary time and really thinking about where do I want to be. And if I am not on a path, that's going to get me where I think I want to be, then I pivot and I have no apologies about that. And I think some people, they feel Mm. guilt and they feel, you know, they grieve a little bit, which is totally normal, but mm-hmm. time is money. <laughs> we just have to make changes and go for it. So I could ask this question about 10 different ways, but but really it's it's about differentiation. Like what makes your products and your approach appealing to your target market? You're like you're you're after women entrepreneurs who are looking for a more peaceful way to manage their business. So what is it that you do differently that that other people don't? Um, well, I actually walk my talk. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's important. I, there's nothing I hate more than when people are 
slinging something from 2013 saying they're using it today when they're not. Mm -hmm. Everything that I do is something that I have implemented in my business. And I really, really believe in like a peaceful lifestyle business. Like that's around you and around like what you want and your non-negotiable, your core values. And I try to be as real and honest as I can about things with everybody from my social media, you know, to our emails, to like my mm-hmm. actual clients. I really, really believe in like candid um, conversation. Yeah. And business isn't always easy. That doesn't mean that it's not worth it. And, you know, if you, this is, this is a really big plug for if you're looking at somebody or wanting to work with somebody and they do not have the lifestyle that you want, right? Mm-hmm. They can't tell you how to get there. Lindsay, that's really, it's just inspirational insight. And and a lot of your authenticity, I think, is what drew me to you in the first place. So I, I want to keep going, but um, I do have to take a sponsorship break. When we get back, I want to talk more specifically about what it takes to teach others to do what you do. Stay with us. The Worth Your Salt podcast is grateful to our partners and sponsors, including Keep. Keep CRM provides sales and marketing automation for health and wellness businesses, allowing you to organize everything. With Keep, your new leads get personalized interaction from you without it taking up your time. Once those leads become clients, Keep CRM creates a frictionless customer journey at a level that makes your clients say, You just get me. Trustworthiness, dependability, and expertise are what matters to consumers in health and wellness, and 44% of them say they won't buy if you don't follow up quickly. Much more than just another email platform, Keep provides the marketing, sales, e-commerce, and customer lifecycle tools you need to create strong relationships. As your Keep certified partner, the Salt Marketing team will guide you to the Keep CRM solution that works for you. Download your copy of Keep's comprehensive guide to lifecycle marketing at saltmarketing.co slash keep. That's saltmarketing.co slash K-E-A-P to get the peace of mind that comes from an organized, personalized, automated workflow. I'm back here on the Worth Your Salt podcast with Lindsay Ardmore, owner of Star Tower Systems and the visionary behind Automation Foundations, Masterclass Magic. So Lindsay, how do you go about structuring your course content to make sure that it effectively imparts your expertise while still keeping that audience engaged and motivated? Oh my gosh, this has been, this has been four years, almost five years of learning. Like this is the hardest thing because, you know, I'm sure everybody's bought something or tried to watch Mm -hmm. something and you're like, my eyes are crossing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Uh, I I have been guilty of doing that um, inside of my program. So what I try to do is I try to distill everything into like five, no more than six chunks. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, y'all, they don't need to know how to go from A to Z. They need to know how don't need to know how to go from A to B. Mm-hmm. Like you're not talking about fully comprehensive things, right? And mm-hmm. when I figured that out for the first time, I was like, oh gosh, like <laughs> this is changing my life, you know, mm-hmm. because you can get more results that way. So I really try to knock everything down into five or six different buckets. And then I do, you know, I look and I say, okay, what's the most important transformation that this person needs to have in this specific bucket? So Mm -hmm. I think about that as like my whole course, you know, Mm -hmm. what's the transformation within each module? What's the transformation? And then within each video, what do I want them to be able to do? And one thing I learned years ago when I worked was one actionable thing per, Mm you know, if you, if you leave people hanging like no offense, nobody cares about the theory 
of why something's happening. <laughs> right. Right. Like yep. it's like that's that's nice to know. We don't really care about that. Mm-hmm. We just want to know how to get the results. And I have a funny story about that because I bought this program from one of my girlfriends, like 2019. I was so excited. She had blown up. I was like, I'm gonna buy it because I want to know how you did this mm-hmm. one specific thing. That was in module 13. Oh no. <laughs> and she was dripping the content. And everybody on that initial onboarding Zoom was like, oh heck no. Yeah. Like this is this is specifically why we bought it. We want it now. And I remember looking back at that and just giggling and being like, this is why you gotta do like you gotta do it where it's like, what do they want the most? Mm-hmm. And then structure it from that. Yeah. And don't make them slug through what they don't want the most <laughs> for sure. Nobody cares about theory. Yep. Yep. That's true. You don't have to teach. You just have to give that that one action item. So one other thing that you're really good at is building a sense of community with your students. So how do you do that? How do you create a supportive and interactive learning environment where they're interacting with you and with each other? Oh, my goodness. Um, Well, because I work with women, you know, there is a tendency for us to kind of get in our own heads Mm -hmm. and to maybe feel like we're not as successful as somebody else, like imposter syndrome raises ugly head like constantly Mm. you know or you know you see somebody else being successful and there's no shame and jealousy jealousy is like a real thing right like Mm. that drives you to go and make big cool changes for yourself right Mm -hmm. well i don't like any i've been in programs and things where there was a lot of cattiness there's a lot of clickiness Mm. you've met me in person jennifer you know i'm not like that no yeah Um, i'm like let's hug like everybody (laughs) let's like that's important to me and so in my own programs i really make an effort for people to get together to get to know one each other to connect to do accountability groups you know i offer usually in my um, programs we offer some sort of like group boxer situation where Mm. they can self-support and help other people Mm -hmm. many of my clients they don't go away Mm -hmm. so like there's girls that have been with me you know since 2018 Mm -hmm. um this whole time because of that kind of community and camaraderie and i think that's important like we create an environment where women lift each other up instead Mm -hmm. of tear each other down yeah, absolutely. And and I've noticed that about you, too, is that you sort of come from a place of abundance, like there's enough room for all of us here. We can all succeed. We can all build each other up and, and make that work together. So I, I actually love that about you. So how do you identify the pain points of your target audience? Like, how do you drill in and understand the, the content that they're hungry for? Oh, my goodness. This is called magical messaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I actually teach people to do this all the time because this is the number one thing that, you know, when people... When I talk to people about how they became successful or what they feel like they're really good at or what was the difference, I was like, oh, it's all messaging, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's so true. So if you don't know your your audience's pain points, it's like good freaking love selling to them. Yeah. Because you're just going to confuse them and you can confuse yourself. So what I tell people to do is really, really simple. Everyone can do this. Like you can do it today. There's a couple of things. First, if you want to get like down and dirty with people and get to know them, then I tell people to get on a message mining call. So reach out to, you know, five, six of your ideal clients. They can already be a client of yours, or you can go and hunt down your ideal client, mm-hmm. record that call, put it into like your little transcription service, and then go through and highlight that bad boy. Talk to them about, you know, what are their challenges? What was the year like? What did they hate about them? They hmm. love about them. What's successful for them? And really pull out all of that meaty goodness because 
one time, this is totally off track, Jennifer, but you know me, I'm just going to have to do it. It's cool. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. So one time I went out for a church thing with uh, this lady and we went literally to this meth head's house and she was just straight up asking her like all these questions. I'm like, I was like this beauty little, you know, 21 year old. Mm -hmm. How can you ask her if she's a meth head? Like, why would you (laughs) do that? And this girl, we come out and I'm asking her, like, how do you get people to talk to you like that? She's like, you just ask questions. Mm -hmm. And that has been my life's motto. If I want to know something about you, I will just ask you that question. Yeah. Um, Because people love to tell you, like, it's wild. Mm -hmm. People want to share. So go and highlight, find your, um, desires and challenges and what they want and goals. And then now all of a sudden you have your themes. And then I also say when you're identifying these pain points, like you can't just like make up a pain point. Like Mm -hmm. if they say, I want more leads, they're literally telling you that they are using the word leads Mm -hmm. holding a detail list. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. That makes perfect sense. So, and I know you get so invested in your students' success. I would love to hear a couple of success stories from clients who have used Masterclass Magic or Automation Foundations or messaging or just the positive impacts that you've had on people's businesses. Oh my gosh. Okay. So some of my favorite people that I've worked with are through our program, Automation Algorithm. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a launching program, but like lazy launching guys, Mm -hmm. like I'll show you how to launch a webinar in two weeks and have sales off of it. Mm-hmm. And a couple years ago, um, we had this amazing woman named Amy on it, and she was adorable. She's a um, she she's a nurse practitioner, okay, and brilliant researcher, like all this stuff. Anyway, she's like, I want to teach other nurse practitioners how to negotiate contracts because they could probably increase their salaries by like mm. fifty percent. And I was like, Holy crap, really? Yeah. She's like, Yeah, we're doing it. And I'm like, Okay. So she goes through this program. She does this webinar, first ever webinar. The whole thing was a total like, I'm just dying because she's struggling to find the unmute button and she keeps muting oh. herself. She's adorable. Anyway, she gets to the end. She sells a $3,000 program. Yeah. Um, there was like four people on and yeah. she sold and then she sold another one. Oh, wow. And so I was just humbled at that point because I'm like, it doesn't matter who you are or what you do. Like if you follow the system, you follow like the structure, you will have sales, you know, like Mm -hmm. that whole fake it till you make it. Mm -hmm. You don't have to fake anything. You're a genius, Mm -hmm. um, but just put it in your little system and rock with it. And I also had another experience this year in that same program with a girl named Reagan, who is just absolutely so adorable. She is a, um, nail tech out of Idaho. And she was like, I want to teach other nail techs. Oh, it's so funny. She's got that total like L Woods, like what? It's my <laughs> <laughs> yeah. has supported her husband through um college and getting into dental school, has bought their cars, has paved the way so he could focus, right? Mm-hmm. With her nail tech stuff. And you know, making, you know, six figures as a nail tech is no joke. Yeah. You know, as a single nail tech, not in a salon out of her home. Anyways, and she's like, I don't feel like that's really that difficult to do. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Are <laughs> yeah. you kidding me? So we go through, she does the program. She does this training. I kid you not, Jennifer, she is better at me than <laughs> at my own game. That's she funny. She is phenomenal. And she goes on and she sells people into this program. Yeah. And I just, I get blown away when I have people like go and do my job better than me. Yeah. You know, that makes my heart so happy. I know. I love those stories. Those are fantastic. All right, Lindsay, it's time for another quick break. We'll be right back after this. 
You're listening to the Worth Your Salt podcast, and today I'm talking with Lindsay Ardmore of Star Tower Systems about how she was able to take her knowledge and share it with others in online courses. We'd love to hear your thoughts, so be sure to join Salt Marketing over on Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook, and let us know about your vision for your online course. So, Lindsay, you have recently made a big pivot into serving large animal veterinarians, which I found fascinating. So as you pivot into the automated vet, what motivated you to focus on large animal veterinarians and how do you plan to address their unique challenges in growing and scaling? Oh my goodness. Well, I think I have to preface a little bit and say like, I am your typical millennial <laughs> to be serving one, one group of people for, you know, almost eight years. Mm -hmm. It's definitely been, I'm like so impressed with myself. And <laughs> a couple of years ago, I had a very crazy experience. I have horses mm -hmm. and one of my horses got hurt and I had this whole like epiphany in the middle of the night, the light rained down on me and said, mm. Lindsay, you have to help these large animal veterinarians because they're sucking it up. Mm. And I'm like, okay, well I can do this. So I was actually like, it's actually like a passion, you mm -hmm. know, I love them. I can see the need. I mean, they have the highest suicide rate in uh, basically the U.S. and in the U.K. Yeah. because of how difficult their jobs are. And so I feel like I or I not feel I know that I can help them with our services and what we do and help them um, create like, boundaries, find the right people, make more mm -hmm. money, have um, better hours, like all of these things. And it's been really, really fun to make this pivot and to get to talk to some Freaking incredible women. Mm -hmm. So are there particular challenges or opportunities in that industry that you think that automation can really effectively address? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So the biggest thing, and I, I, because I mean, you know, we're talking, you know, vets, but also like your, you know, everyone listening to this, I'm sure can relate to this. So with a vet, the biggest thing is, uh, it's a very reactive business model. So people texting in, calling in, emailing in, um, Facebook messaging, it's so reactive. Mm. It's like waiting by the phone all the time. And mm -hmm. that's just really not forecastable or helpful or healthy. We're talking about it. And they mm -hmm. actually, veterinarians, both small and large, but I focus on the large ones, they miss out on the entire first step of a relationship, which is a prospect. Right. So they have eyeballs on the business. Mm. People know about them and they might have this website from 1999. Um, you know, they have all that, mm. but then they skip right to the client portion and they don't even date in the middle. So they go from, mm -hmm. you know, seeing them to wanting to get married and that you don't want to jump into a relationship like that. You need to be able to show their boundaries and who you are and who do you serve and really weed out the right clients from the wrong clients. And so automation, our systems mm -hmm. that we put inside of our vet practices completely change that on its head, help them build a prospective mm. client list, and then help them create and foster the right clients into. And I feel like that your energy around this, it's sort of like reinvigorating when you're, you're starting over and talking to these different people. So taking everything that you've learned from your previous ventures, um, you know, how, how do you think that this will apply to the automated vet? Oh my goodness. It's been so fun because we mentioned automation foundations earlier, the program I did in 2018, mm -hmm. everything that we do in the automated vet is from automation foundations. Okay. So it's, it's not like anything new. Um, I'm still doing the same stuff, talking about the same stuff, but it's all like, it's all applicable. And that's the really cool thing about like foundational systems in the business. It doesn't matter if, you know, you're a veterinary practice or you're an online coach or you're a podcaster. Like we all need the same stuff. 
Mm-hmm. And that's real. Yeah. Having that that proven system, like, you know, that this works and, and we're just going to take it and we're going to tweak it to apply in this, this other spot. I think that's that's brilliant. So what goals or milestones have you set for yourself and for Star Tower Systems as you keep innovating and serving you know, the evolving needs of your clients? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So um, I have made such a giant pivot. I feel like, mm-hmm. honestly, it feels a little bit like I'm divorcing. <laughs> and that's given me a little bit of grief. But like I mentioned earlier, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it because this is where I feel passionate yeah. right now. And I'm going to move on. So um, we're on a mission to add 50 vets to our practice or 50 vets mm. to our um, programs in 2024, which is, mm-hmm. you know, a million dollars in sales. So yeah. we're going to do yeah. it. I'm excited about it. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so if we want to learn more about you, about Star Tower Systems, about any of your courses, including Automation Foundations, Masterclass Magic, Automated Vet, tell me where we can go. Yes. Yeah, so often I tell people to just find me on Instagram or you can go to my website, lindsayardmore.com. Everything is linked around there. And I, I, you know, just chat with me, DM me. I want to talk to you. Okay. Yeah. All right. And perfect. And and links to everything that Lindsay mentioned will be available on our website at saltmarketing.co, including her Instagram um, websites, and those sorts of things. But right now, Lindsay, it is time for our lightning round questions. These are a few quick questions that I like to ask of every guest. Are you ready? Yes. All right. First question is, what's something about you that surprises people? Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I mentioned it earlier. People, people don't realize like we live on, you know, we have horses, we live on a horse farm. But a lot of people don't know I've been on my own since I was 15. Oh, okay. That's that speaks to that resilience and that get it done attitude that you have. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Next question. What is your favorite thing about the work that you do? Oh, my gosh. I love results. Like if I can see somebody's sales come through, I'm like, it's Mm -hmm. like secondhand dopamine. I'm like, give it to Mm -hmm. me. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Yep, I always equate it to that. You know, putting your uh, your A paper on the refrigerator when you're in second grade. It's like oh, I did that. My gosh. <laughs> so, it gives me like yep. I can go to bed happy. Yeah, yeah, I love that. All right, next question: What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Okay, so my dad used to say, uh, "Look good, feel good, do good," and I I live by that. Yep, mindset. It's all about mindset. All right, last question: Who or what inspires you? My husband is like the biggest golden retriever just kind so generous (laughs) easy to talk to nice you know all of these things and he puts up with my chaotic self so he is always inspiring me to be a better person oh i like that Lindsay. thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of worth your salt oh thank you for having me this has been so fun it is fun. I also want to thank our listeners and to let you know that if you're ready for your Worth Your Salt debut, tell us about your expertise by emailing us at grow at saltmarketing.co. Be sure to subscribe on our website so you never miss an episode. Finally, leave us a review or give the show a handful of stars wherever you get your content. That's all for this episode of Worth Your Salt. Be sure to join me again next time. In the meantime, let's get out there and shake things up. Mm-hmm.